Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday, October 11th. We're going to have a fantastic show today. It's great to see all of you again, too. Uh, it's been a few days, and it was a little late for this one, but it's just been a... <laughs> it's been a hell of a few days for me. And for all of you following me on Telegram, you, you might know why. But yeah, it's just been crazy. A lot of people attacking me. A lot of people spreading just crazy shit about me. And uh, Lynn Wood was one of those people who decided to call me out on his Telegram channel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I've been trying to give Lynn Wood the benefit of the doubt for a long time, and I have. But recently, with his actions, his just, gotta be honest, shit discernment, I just... I don't know, man. Uh, that Benny of the Doubt is kind of gone for me, and I'll, I'll save my opinions on Lynn for uh, another video. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get back to the news here, back to what's going on in our country, in our world. We've got a lot to discuss about in this one here today, and uh, we'll talk vaccines, a few news stories about that, mandates, labor shortages caused by vaccine mandates pretty crazy what's going on there it's going to be waking a lot of people up i want to touch on a uh a news about the solar storm that's hitting the planet today too there's a lot of fear porn every time there's a geomagnetic storm that goes on a load of people get get uh, all jumpy and and over sensationalize it but yes i'll show you a, a good website where you can track space weather we'll talk that and a lot of other stuff too just we're gonna jump around to like 15 different articles here. got a lot of them up, so I'll try to talk as quick as I can, and, and we'll move through it. As you guys know, I don't like to waste your time. I don't like to do those 15-minute intros where all I do is talk about myself and all that, <laughs> and then like only half the show is about uh, other things. So I like to move pretty quick. Welcome to all of you that have just found me, that are new to my channels, new to my show. Much appreciated. Uh, I pretty much just stir the shit and call out whatever fake news might be out there, whether it's coming from the mainstream media, which of course we know plenty comes from there, but there's a lot of fake news that circulates around the the patriot movement, the disclosure movement too, and and I I have no problem with calling that out. So anyway, guys, uh, first couple of things. I don't have a sponsor for today's show, but I do want to plug a new product that's up on my own brand this is my brand, Conscious Strength, and I've got a new product up called the Sarin Oils. This is a blend of fish oil, flax oil, flax oil, borge oil, and CLA. So it's pretty much an ultimate omega fatty acid blend. And the CLA in here is cool too because that helps promote fat breakdown, fat cell breakdown. Conjugated linoleic acid is what CLA stands for. So you can go check it out. It's up there. And... Uh, the, the difference between me and a lot of other influencers out there is I don't promote multi-level marketing gigs. <laughs> I've noticed a lot of uh, a lot of personalities getting on the MLM train lately. A lot of them, too. Like Melaleuca, Amway. There's one called Touchstone Essentials. Um, yeah, it's getting, it's getting kind of weird. But uh, I'll expose that later on. And then uh, another quick plug. I will be in Vegas this upcoming end of next week, actually. End of next week is the Forgotten Country Patriot Voice event, the Patriot Double Down. And there's going to be a lot of people there. It's going to be a, a solid event. You got Code Monkey, the Watkinses, Sheriff David Clark, David Harris Jr. He'll be he'll be fun to meet. Uh, George Papadopoulos, 
and many others as well. Phil Waldron, Stella Emanuel. So it'll be a it'll be an honor to be there myself. And if you can make it, give it a shot. Live streaming will be available too. And then one more thing, one more thing, and we'll get into these articles. I uh, I have a new, not really a new, but I haven't done too much with it. Although seeing as what's happened recently, I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff with this. It's called Conspiracy Analytica. And this is a new Telegram channel that I'm really going off with now. So, you know, I, I expose grifters. I expose bullshitters, con artists in this movement. Uh, people just with awful, awful claims and information. But unfortunately, people get triggered when I talk about it on my main channel sometimes, my main Jordan Sather Telegram channel. And I, and I don't want to clog up that feed with all of my rants and tirades about these grifters on it too. So I split it up. On my main channel, I'll post relevant stuff about the grifters here and there, right? But I'm going to keep that more so just news, national news, uh, global news, what's going on with me. So I'm going to keep Jordan Sather channel pretty clean in that regard. Conspiracy Analytica is my channel where I just go off. I just go off on all the the con artists out there that are completely making us all look stupid they're holding back the progression of this whole movement they're totally sucking time energy and money from their audience too so yeah analytica is a good channel go follow it i'll link it down below a lot along with a few of the other things that i just plugged over the last couple of minutes so that is that i'm also going to get a podcast started soon with on a conspiracy analytica and i'll have different people on who are open to talking about these grifters, uh, and yeah, we'll go to town with it. It'll be good. <laughs> yeah, it'll be some fun stuff. Maybe Lynn Wood will talk shit about me again. It's all good. That's all good. So first story we're going to get into here is the geomagnetic storm. Uh, there was a solar flare a couple of days ago and a coronal hole, so pretty much like a one-two punch of the sun sending a bunch of Cosmic ray, uh, high energy particles our way at the Earth. And anytime there's a solar flare or a coronal mass ejection, especially when there's both pretty much at the same time, we get a geomagnetic storm on this planet. And today doesn't look like it's hit yet, actually. Here's the chart here. It looks like it's going to get up to a G2 class solar storm, which is, uh, for those of you who don't know sun physics, that's pretty moderate. It's not super high, but it is pretty moderate. You might get some uh, aurora if you're up there in Alaska, maybe super north, continental U.S., and it's pretty dark where you're at. Uh, But yes, be on the lookout for that. Electronics might be a little haywire too. Your, Your mind, your brain might be a little haywire as well. These geomagnetic storms affect a lot of different things on our planet. And here's one thing though, Like I mentioned earlier, the clickbait thing. Anytime there's news about a solar storm, instantly a lot of people's minds go to, oh, convenient excuse for the deep state to wipe out communications, to cause a blackout, right? Which, it's good to be vigilant. It's very good to be vigilant. Yes, that is, you know, the deep state could use solar storms as an excuse to take down some sort of infrastructure. Although, solar storms happen all the time. Our systems go down constantly from solar storms and geomagnetic effects. So 
It's good to be vigilant, but you don't want to be paranoid. When you're paranoid, then the logic just like goes right over your head. And, you know, you'll start jumping to conclusions and reaching with your logic that just doesn't, you know, it's not, it's not critical thinking. It's not good discernment. So anyway, uh, one last thing though, this website right here that I have up, it's called SolarHam, SolarHam.net. It is a badass website to track space weather. They've got geomagnetic forecasts. They've got solar flares that have gone off. They have real time uh, imaging of the sun from different satellites, the stereo, the goes. So you, you can look at it through different wavelengths. Pretty neat. Go check it out. Bookmark it. SolarHam.net. Amateur website. Pretty uh, pretty neat. So there's all that. Now we go into uh, DJT. Did you watch his uh, watch his rally from over the weekend? He had he had energy like always. Sometimes I'm thinking like, man, how does this 75 year old guy <laughs> do what he does? But it's gotta he's gotta have some magic tricks up his sleeve. For how he's been, uh, how he just keeps up the energy, keeps up the intensity. But anyway, uh, Trump put out a statement today about Ashley Babbitt, saying happy birthday to Ashley Babbitt, and also calling for a reopening of the investigation into Babbitt's death on January 6th. So Trump's putting some pressure on the whole January 6th narrative, and it's great because the mainstream media is still going off on this January 6th thing. It's been how many months now? Nine months? Ten months? Their narrative is still BS about it. So, yes, <laughs> I would love to see the truth come out about all the FBI and probably CIA and maybe other intelligence agency deception, infiltration of that whole event. Crazy stuff going on there. And also, speaking of the election, an election fraud, Wisconsin sounds nervous. Wisconsin sounds real nervous. The attorney general there blasting the GOP-backed election investigation, outlines legal concerns. And of course, here we have Wisconsin Public Radio printing this propaganda. Wisconsin Public Radio is owned by NPR. Don't you love that? Our own, our own federally funded so-called news organization, NPR, is giving us brainwashing propaganda. And the IRS wants to take a look at all the transactions you've made over $600. Why don't, why don't they take a look at what the heck our own government is funding, right? Let's take a look at all the uh, politicians that have had political contributions over $600. That's probably a little more important than people who want to buy, I don't know, some Ikea furniture or something for over 600 bucks. It's nuts. So uh, there's that. Election fraud investigations. Audits are spreading, uh, which is great. Although, I will say, and I agree with some people out there, they have legitimate concerns, like what happened with the Arizona audit. We were promised by a lot of big names, a lot of leaders in the MAGA movement, from Lindell to, to others as well. There's going to be, you know, 10 out of 10, he's coming back. Trump's back by August, by September. Get your get your champagne ready or something like that. Um what I think a lot of leaders in this movement need to understand is that they you know, when they catch flack, some of that flack they catch is because they keep getting people's hopes up. That's kind of hopium right there, right? Although on the other side of the spectrum, we as as information consumers, as the public interested in what's going on, we need to also give them uh, maybe a little bit more benefit of the doubt than we have been. 
we get on their case all the time and and I see some people turn real easy at the slightest hint of something they don't like. So, you know, we just need to we need to just relax, man. But again, you can only give people the benefit of the doubt for so long, right? <laughs> wink wink. And uh, they just keep posting garbage information, sharing just ridiculous people like Linwood that, uh, yeah, it's like, man, you can only use the imperfect excuse so many times that it starts to, starts to look real weird. So uh, anyway, that's my rant on that. Now let's get into the labor shortages. So Southwest, and I think another airline too, but definitely Southwest, man, they canceled a lot of flights over the weekend, a lot of flights. And their excuse for this was that it was a lot of employees, I think, oh, weather, weather was one, weather was the excuse, maybe some employees taking like vacation time or something like that, but a lot of, a lot of cancellations, thousand of them just yesterday. And it's not just airlines, but other, um, other basically transportation services. So here in Washington state, the ferry service, the state run ferry service has had a lot of sailings canceled pretty much every route they run, which normally has two boats servicing the routes are now down to basically one boat. So that, and that's, that's huge for Washington state for Western Washington, because tens of thousands of people use the ferry service daily for commuting to work and various other uh, things as well. So to go from two boats to one boat, that's nuts. And their excuse as well, the ferry service at the beginning was, I think employees taking vacation. They said a lot of their employees were on vacation at the same time. And people started putting it together like, what? It's it's October. Kids are back to school. Uh, this is not the typical time of the year that a bunch of people go on vacation at the same time. And the ferry service, like, they, they, what's going on? So people started asking questions, putting the dots together. Then the media, like local media here in Western Washington, started admitting, saying, oh, the, the Jay Inslee's vaccine mandate deadline for state workers is coming up on October 18th. So that's a week. So it's obvious. It's obvious that the reason why there's crew shortages for the ferries is because people are taking sick leave. They're taking their sick leave and their vacation time, using it up before they're going to quit when the mandate hits. So we'll see if this crew shortage problem goes away. I If it does goes away, go away, I don't know if it's going to go away soon because, like I said, a lot of these employees are probably just using up their, their sick leave and vacation time, and then they're going to quit after that because they don't want to deal with the mandate. So, yeah, man, it's going to be... It's going to be real interesting for the ferries, especially airlines, because airlines are, you know, servicing a lot more people. And that's that's going to really, really wake people up, right? Once they start experiencing the problems associated with, because sometimes it's tough for people to really grasp what's going on because it doesn't directly affect them. You know, you probably have some people like that in your life. Like, if it doesn't directly affect them, they don't care about it. And they don't see the impact it's really having around the, in our society, around the nation or globe. But once it starts to impact them directly, their little self-centered ass starts 
finally having a problem with it, even though they couldn't see it before. So that's going to happen when labor shortages start to hit ferries and, and airlines and trucking services, especially maybe like a UPS or a FedEx or USPS, right? I've heard some people have problems with their, uh, their shipping that's going on. It's taking them a few extra days. So once people directly see what these mandates are causing, then it'll definitely change public sentiment. And sure, we'll probably get the mainstream media and the idiot pro-vaxxers out there who have taken one too many shots and now they have brain damage. We'll probably see them try to blame the anti-vaxxers. They'll try to say, oh, just get your shots so we can get on with this blah, blah, blah. But think of this. The 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 pro-vaxxers are going to budge a lot easier with mandates than the anti-vaxxers are going to budge with vaccines. Just think of that. And there's plenty of people out there who are pro-vaxxers that are anti-mandate. They think it's ridiculous to put mandates out like that, but they still buy into Big Pharma's BS and go get the vaccines. So it's just a game of attrition there. There's, there's going to be no match. Try, try to enforce your mandates on all the vehemently vaccine opposing people out there it's not gonna it's not gonna work so yeah i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty uh interesting and i gotta you know fly to freaking vegas here in like a week and a half i hope i don't get hope i don't get stuck there i don't want i don't want to be stuck in vegas i don't really even want to go to vegas honestly but i do want to go to that event <laughs> vegas ain't my thing but we'll see we'll see what happens all right, on from this. Let's get now into Fauci budging, Fauci backpedaling, uh, domestic vaccine mandates. Fauci backpedals on them as Southwest Airlines has to cancel more flights. So Fauci, so many people are fed up with that little Keebler elf that, uh, yeah, he's, he's backpedaling. The power of the public, man. When we all band together, because there's, there's millions of us, Tens of millions, hundreds of millions. When we band together, we have a lot more power than people uh, people realize. So, good old Fauci. <laughs> Somebody said bring MMS. Uh, I usually do. What about Ghislaine? I'm getting there. Be patient, my friend. I have lots more articles to go through. Uh, we'll do a quick comment check. Then we'll move on. Let's see, let's see. Lots of sheep out there, unfortunately. Hold the line. Absolutely. Fauci is helping us without even trying. You're right. <laughs> the arrogance of these people, right? They're just so stupid that they think they're furthering their agenda with what they say and do, but it just is so oppressive that, you know. All right, back to business here. Let's get now into Texas. Just saw this about an hour ago. Texas is banning vaccine mandates by any entity. If you're in Texas, you are not allowed now, as per governor executive order, to enforce a vaccine mandate. Don't mess with Texas. Do not mess with Texas. Unless it's the Austin folk. There's a lot of weird people in Austin. <laughs> Austin's a different breed. Uh <laughs> Just kidding for all my Austin friends out there, but let's be real. It's like San Francisco of Texas. Ooh. A lot of CIA and Mossad in Austin, too. A lot of, a lot of intelligence agency uh, strongholds, footholds in Austin. 
you look at it, it's true, you know. And what 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 alternative media folk are based out of Austin? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, controlled opposition. Anyway, uh, FDA now. A couple more things on vaccines, and then we'll get to uh, then what's up. We'll get to a variety of things. Then we'll get into Prince Andrew and uh, and a uh, Ghislaine and Hillary too. So FDA responds to Nordic countries suspending Moderna vaccine. If you've been living under a rock, which I, you know, I don't blame you. I would be loving, I would love to live under a rock right now. I got to be honest. But (laughs) if you haven't heard a variety of Nordic countries, shout out to my homeland, my Viking people, Uh, Finland, Norway, Sweden, and Iceland have all suspended the use of Moderna for people under like 30. Denmark did it for under 18, Sweden under 30 as well. So, uh, actually, interesting comment here. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll address that later, actually, after, uh, after I get through all this in the Q&A section. So, the FDA says they're aware of all the data, but at the time, the FDA continues to find that the benefits of vaccines outweigh the potential risks with the Moderna shot. So, the Fraud and Death Administration just doing their thing. Not really a big surprise there. Hopefully that wakes people up to how garbage the FDA is. And it's not new. This whole this whole big pharma system people are finally starting to wake up to. This, this ain't new. It's been set up this way, guys. Look into who funded the American Medical Association, the FDA, this, this allopathic medical system that we use in America. Who funded it? Rockefellers, Carnegie's. This is all the way back in the 1900s. So this isn't new. Dude, learn your history. Learn your true history. So that'll help you uh, understand a lot more of what's going on during the present. And Merck. Merck asks the FDA to authorize their promising anti-COVID pill. It's a freaking pill. They're asking people for the EUA. They're asking the FDA for the emergency use authorization for their freaking pill called Malnupiravir. Malnupiravir. All right. It's Merck, number one. Merck is one of the worst big pharma companies out there. Ironically, I think this pill is red. I think it's a red-colored pill. And oh my god. $700 for each course of treatment. Wow. Wow. Okay, Merck said in the interview that $700 did not represent the final price for the medication, but even if it's $100, that's still going to be absurd. You want to know why? Because of exactly what somebody mentioned to me earlier. Some people are saying this is a dewormer. It's an ivermectin copycat. Um, Sounds likely to me. Sounds very probable. But uh, what somebody mentioned earlier in the chat, MMS. Chlorine dioxide. Pennies on the dollar. And you can easily kill COVID. Kill a lot of other things. Sanitize your home. Boom. Right there. With a disinfectant. I would personally go with chlorine dioxide over ivermectin. Because ivermectin is... um, There's kind of a shortage of it right now. Honestly. Because so many people are going for it. And you have to have pretty big infrastructure to be able to make something like an ivermectin 
or a hydroxychloroquine, you got to have a pretty big facility. Uh, chlorine dioxide, it's all over the place. It's readily available everywhere. It's a very simple chemical, and it's cheaper. It's even cheaper than ivermectin, and it can uh, it can kill more stuff. So I would personally go with chlorine dioxide. Granted, um, you got to information about it can be tougher to find, though, about chlorine dioxide than ivermectin. But yeah, whatever, though. There's plenty of alternative treatments out there. I would even go for something like oregano oil. Simple, but very effective. And I would definitely put my money on on um, on oregano oil killing COVID. So somebody asked, where do you get it? How to take it? Uh, how to take chlorine dioxide? I would look into um, Andreas Kalker's work or Jim Humble's work. Go look into either of those two. They have great protocols and suggestions on how to take chlorine dioxide and how to where to get it. I go to this company right here. It's called Oneness Labs. Uh, and they make pretty solid water purification kits there that you can see. And code uh, code Jordan15, G-O-R-D-A-N-1-5, will get you 15% off this website. So uh, they're good. They're a solid mom-and-pop shop, so I like to support them. Uh, and they're based out of America, too. Speaking of chlorine dioxide, Vice ran this hit piece last week. Doctors are injecting bleach, bleach, to treat COVID in Bolivia. So, yeah, this kind of came out of the blue. I haven't seen much from the mainstream media uh, attacking chlorine dioxide for a while. It's been a little while. But, yeah, Vice, I guess, got the orders from their their propagandist overlords, and they're going to town on chlorine dioxide. They uh, wrote this long, long piece on it and then put out this YouTube video as well. COVID misinformation has people injecting bleach. Just purely, purely terrible science, purely wrong, purely BS. Uh, the sun is a bleach. We can't live without the sun. Lemon juice is a bleach. You don't see them attacking lemon juice is being deadly for you. Uh, hikers make potable water with chlorine dioxide, and you can buy tablets of it at REI. So <laughs> you don't see them attacking REI for selling bleach. So anyway, I won't rant too much about this here. I'm actually going to put out a video maybe later tonight or tomorrow uh, covering this Vice piece and their, their garbage YouTube video they put out. So anyway, uh, funny, you know, over the target, obviously. They're nervous. They're scared. Cutting into big pharma's profits. Uh, question here in the chat said, do I sell oregano oil? I do not. I would like to, but that one is kind of tough to get. Uh, I would look for a company called North American Urban Spice. They're not a sponsor of me. They just make an awesome product that I love and have used for a decade now, almost every day. So go find it. Little blue bottle, P73 oregano oil that will yes help so many things so many things it's great against candida too and a lot of people have candida issues from way too much sugar in their diets way too much processed garbage so oregano oil is great for a lot of stuff um and speaking of garbage vice garbage vice news and speaking of <laughs> them attacking bleach and also attacking me check it out uh, and also speaking of Lynn Wood, they wrote this article, MAGA QAnon's two biggest celebrities are at war. They're writing about how Lynn Wood is just going after 
Marjorie Taylor Greene and Vernon Jones and a lot of people actually. I don't know if you if you question Lynn Wood, he's gonna he's probably gonna call you a deep state hack or something like that. But the whole the last like five paragraphs of this article are all about me calling me a QAnon influencer, uh, talking about what Lynn Wood said about me, and then trying to bash me. Sather, who makes money by selling supplements to his followers and has in the past urged people to drink bleach to protect themselves from from COVID. <laughs> You're right, I do make money by selling supplements to my followers, but they're pretty damn good supplements. I don't sell them for 80 bucks like some grifters out there do, and I do it honestly, I do it ethically. There's no problem in making and running a business and selling things if you have an honorable, ethical business model. But the, the difference between me and some other people, some other influencers in this movement, is that they're using bullshit information, uh, totally clickbait claims, and just garbage, garbage content to sell their, their products. And a lot of their products aren't even theirs. It's multi-level marketing schemes that they've been plugged into. Like David Nino, he's, uh, he's repping Malaluka now. There's a lot of these influencers repping Malaluka. I think a couple of them are repping Amway. Some of them are repping Touchstone Essentials, which is a uh, overpriced zeolite spray. We got Stu Peters and Charles Ward repping that one. So yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. I'm not doing the MLM stuff. Uh, my stuff's honest, man, and I I'm totally you know upfront, 100% with what I'm doing. <laughs> no. No landing pages that are vague and obscure and trying to get you to subscribe to something or give your email in or whatever the case, right? So what you see is what you get with me. I know I don't get as many clicks as some other people do, but I know uh, I know I can comfortably rest my head on my pillow at night and feel good about myself. So there's that. Let's get now into Hillary Clinton. Ooh-wee! Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Speaking of those grifters... Simon Park said Hillary Clinton was uh, dead or something like that a few months ago. Maybe Scott McKay did too. Not many people are not many people are questioning those guys these days. Not enough, at least. I know some people are, but definitely not enough. <laughs> Scott McKay too. <laughs> oh God. Did you see him at Trump's rally? Trump's <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> what a what a clown show he is. All right, Hillary Clinton said that she will never be out of the game of politics claiming democracy is at stake because of disinformation on the internet. That sounds like terrified. That sounds like nervousness, my friends. And of course, she she's not going to be out of the game of politics cuz she she's going to go down swinging. That's going to be she the whole tower is going to be collapsing around her and she's going to be still clinging to to Marussia and McEwanon and and disinformation as she just crashes and burns and you love it you love to see it disinformation is their greatest fear which is aka you know mostly true information aside from the clickbait out there but disinformation is what they're saying their biggest threat is that goes to show you that all of our information sharing online is it's having an impact we're doing exactly what we need to be doing and it's it's great it's it's so good it's so good and uh not only do we need to expose the mainstream media and all these political assholes out there but again guys 
the uh, the clickbait grifters in our movement are holding our progression back. They're actually furthering di the division because they're making it very easy for the mainstream world to clown on the truth movement. And then when a lot of people start researching it, the first stuff they come across is maybe something like a Scott McKay or a Simon Parks. All the all the people that are heavily promoted are like a Phil Godlewski. And ah, then they just, they either get sucked into it and believe the nonsense or they get rejected. They reject away from it and go, oh, this Q stuff is garbage because I heard all these, all these crazy things from, you know, so-and-so influencers. So yeah, it's more important than people think. A lot of people try to shut me up. They try to tell me to uh, be easy on them or talk about something else or focus on something else. It's like, oh, I see your gaslighting. Don't you try to gaslight me with that. We need to be talking about this stuff, man. We need to. No false idols, guys. Now on to Prince Andrew, the UK police, because they're so horrible, so compromised. UK police, the Scottish Yard, dropping the investigations into Prince Andrew, Ghislaine Maxwell, and Jeffrey Epstein. Huh. How convenient. How convenient. No further action against the Queen's son after finishing its review material on the matter. Huh. Well, you might hate me, but I think that there's investigations in America here still ongoing. I do, I do. And, you know, I know the FBI is getting a lot of flack, rightly so, but I, I, I do think there are some white hats within the FBI uh, and I, I do think that these guys are not going to be off scot-free. I think, you know, we just have to be a little patient. But hey, I think we've learned quite a bit of patience by now. And then a lot of people ask me about Ghislaine Maxwell as well. Uh, so today, this is a news article, mind you, from September 3rd. A uh, law and crime article from September 3rd, about a month and a half ago. But what it's saying here... Uh, in a three-page ruling, U.S. District Judge also ordered the government to disclose all co-conspirator statements it intends to offer at trial no later than today. So we're kind of expecting some names of co-conspirators, co-conspirator statements it intends to offer at trial no later than today. Um, I, I haven't seen anything about that. If you guys have, and I've missed it, please drop a link in the chat right now and I'll bring it up, but I am unaware of of this. I don't know if, I don't know, maybe they were trying to just brush this under the rug and hope people didn't remember, but the internet is forever, guys, and we still got some, some hardwired anons out there <laughs> exposing this shit and taking a look at it, so yeah, uh, eyes on. Eyes on the Ghislaine, Ghislaine case. I think her trial starts next month. Let me check this article real quick. Uh, does it give me a date? No, it does not. But I do think it starts in uh, in November. Push back till November. Next up, Durham. Another, another somebody we've been <laughs> pretty patient for <laughs> is Durham. But another individual who I do think is going to bring some goods and in due time. So now Durham is probing Pentagon computer contractors in the whole Obamagate, Spygate, literal conspiracy. It is literally a conspiracy. And Durham is now getting into the contractors. I just saw somebody in the chat say that they're not a Q person. Uh, well, 
I think one day everybody is going to become a Q person. <laughs> that might not be a popular opinion right now, but uh, there are definitely Q drops out there that have been talking about John Durham for years, and there's some Q drops from 2018, I think. I think it was 18. That was talking about outside contractors being used. And now look, Durham's investigating the contractors, so we're still, I mean, we're still getting proofs. The thing is, a lot of people are confused about Q these days because of those clickbaiters I expose. Because of them. They're the reason why people are confused about Q, don't like it, hate it, think it's garbage. It's because of them. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of infiltration, a lot of problems that are being caused. Um, but, yeah, the proofs are still coming. Will Q ever drop again? Uh, let's see. Jim asks here. I don't know, you know, we don't know. I could see them not dropping ever again. I could also see them maybe coming back sometime. But I, you know, just not getting my hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. Don't expect. Hope, but don't expect. So, let's see here. Let's now get into, we're after Durham. We're getting into, speaking of Q, man. Speaking of Q, these... These deranged propagandists for the media just aren't giving it up, which is one of those things that's pretty interesting. Leads me to believe that it's a uh, very real military intelligence operation that was close to Trump, very close to Trump while he was in office. <laughs> Some people call Q a PSYOP, and I laugh when they bring that up. I'm like, well, yeah, Q was a PSYOP. Duh. Psychological operation. That doesn't mean it was not conducted by military intel or the NSA or was not near Trump. Technically, yes, Q was a PSYOP, but uh, doesn't mean the deep state did it. Doesn't mean it's fake or a LARP, right? So <laughs> anyway, Rolling Stone still deranged. QAnon's deadly price. They're talking about that surfer that was in Baja, California, Matthew Taylor Coleman, who they're claiming uh, killed his kids because he fell into online conspiracy theories when this just looks like a total setup. Looks like a total freaking frame job. And there's been a lot of these over the years, over the past three years, four years actually, where uh, there's these there's these violent acts committed by deranged people, and then they're claimed to be aggravated by conspiracy theories, and then we get these huge hit pieces by one of the worst. Rolling Stone is one of the worst of the worst of the worst. These were the assholes that ran a hit piece on me about chlorine dioxide last year, calling me a professional shitster. So I do like Rolling Stone because they coined that name for me. Thank you. But, oh, man, they're just so bad. So terrible. I don't even want to get into this. They just do this long, sensational piece. Wrote a freaking novel here trying to uh, outline this guy. And I think his story was real, but... uh the heck get that ad out of here i think his story was real but i wouldn't doubt if this guy was mind controlled like a proxy or something um a targeted individual maybe that's a very real thing so yeah it's sick it's sick this cult that runs the world guys i think a lot of people have been forgetting about that lately there's a cult there is a literal luciferian death cult that runs this freaking world and you know they they are behind the scenes. They're in the shadow government. They control a lot of, you know, media, pharma, government, 
a lot of different systems and industries, and they got a lot of little minions doing their bidding. And they could be they could be liberal minions, left wing minions. They could be right wing minions. There's a lot of a lot of conservatives, a lot of Republicans out there that uh you know are clearly just deep state hacks. They could be religious minions for the deep state, for the Luciferian cult elite. Let's not talk about the Vatican. Ooh. They could be science, science minions for the deep state. A lot of weirdo science shills out there thinking they're they're doing justice for the greater good with their science. Trust the science, but it's obviously for an agenda. So, yeah. QAnon's deadly price for the deep state narratives. It's crazy. So there's that. And then onwards now to the Facebook whistleblower. I saw this today and had a good laugh. Had a real good laugh. Facebook's whistleblower is going to meet with Facebook. Francis Haugen. Looking kind of like Lord Farquaad there, not going to lie. Look at that jaw. Uh, She's meeting with Facebook's oversight board. Tell number 1,000. That uh, obviously makes her not look like a real whistleblower at all. She's not a real whistleblower. Come on. I was like one of the first people out there to be able to tell that she was just a garbage whistleblower. And um, real whistleblowers, they don't get asked by the company they're blowing the whistle on to meet with their oversight board. They get suicided or fired. They don't they don't go to meet with the oversight board. I just can't with this. People actually think this Facebook whistleblower is is they don't realize it's it's a psyop. They don't. Also this Pandora Papers thing. People aren't realizing that the Pandora Papers whole gig is a total psyop as well. Total limited hangout op. So you just they're everywhere. They're freaking everywhere. But uh yeah, man. Pretty crazy here. You lied that Lord Farquaad, you like that? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty uh pretty friggin' weird. She's just giving them an excuse to censor more. That's basically it. Giving them a justification to censor. Uh so that's that. Now we're on to Gay Superman. Gay Superman! He's gay now. Superman is gay. DC Comics revealed today that Superman is bisexual, actually. Sorry, he's not gay. He's bi. And he is now a global activist. In other news, DC Comics has changed the name from the Justice League to the Social Justice League. (laughs) That's not real. That's a joke. It's a joke I came up with. Pat me on the back. But uh, Superman. Isn't Batman... Or no, was it Robin? Robin's like gay now too or something like that like my god clown world is getting just incredibly clownish lord have mercy on our souls (laughs) also is this um is there any like copyright infringement with this or something because they they create these superhero characters to have a specific branding to them. And when they change their orientation... Somebody said Robin was always gay. Okay, okay. You got me there. Uh, when they change their orientation like this, doesn't that doesn't that change the branding 
of the character as well. So it's just weird to me. Uh, you know, obviously they have, looks like they have consent by whoever created the characters, but, oh, look at that picture. It's weird, man. You know, I have, I have zero wrong with gay people, bisexual people. I've got gay friends and bi friends. No problem with that. But when the agenda is forced, right, that's the problem. Especially when it's forced on our kids. When they're still trying to learn about the world and they don't even know what's going on. They're trying to figure out their own sexual energies and all that. And then this shit gets forced on them. Like, here's a gay superhero. Here's a pride parade. Here's a, a drag queen reading you bedtime stories in the elementary school. Like, it's just too far. Too far. Way too far. Next up, California. Speaking about social justice. California, good old Newsom here. He looks like a comic book character, doesn't he? He looks like something you would see in freaking like Superman fighting. <laughs> oh, or maybe Superman would be his uh his butt buddy, who knows. But California now is banning gas lawnmowers and leaf blowers. Yes, gas lawnmowers and and leaf blowers. <laughs> You're gonna have you're gonna have a bunch of illegal immigrants in California like stressing themselves. Do I move? Do I not move? And I'm I'm envisioning the meme where the guy's like sweating over which button to push. <laughs> gonna... Electric leaf blowers. Have you ever tried using one of those? Or an electric uh I tried using an electric um freaking weed whacker a couple months back. It was terrible. It was god awful, man. Couldn't stand the thing. I'm like, give me the gas-powered one. Come on. <laughs> uh, California's really going to ban the freaking gas lawnmowers and leaf blowers. What is going to happen? Hire some vegans to come in to eat the lawn like a llama. <laughs> oh, jeez. Too many jokes today. I need to do a show that's just a joke show. <laughs> Man. All right. Moving on from this, California, as if we need any more excuses to leave California. You know, quite honestly, California is beautiful. The weather there is great. I would love to live in California, but there is no damn way I'm living in California right now. In fact, I don't even want to visit California. California doesn't even sound fun to freaking visit. But I can't wait till everybody moves out and then, you know, shit hits the fan we finally start ending some of these corrupt politicians' powers. Maybe we get a different governor in or something like that in California. And then people are going to want to move back. I'm waiting for that supply and demand to, to get good. For that, for that supply to go up, demand to go down. Prices just crash in California. Boom, grab me something. And then people are going to want to move back. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Um, who knows? Next up, speaking of supply shortages, speaking of uh, gasoline, I didn't even intend to have this article next, but here it is. U.S. gas prices are hitting a new seven-year high. Seven-year high. Not even those pot smokers in California are as high as their gas prices, man. $3.20 
$3.27 in average around the nation right now. Gas prices are up, up, up. And also, shortages of a lot of stuff are hitting right now. Toy companies saying the supply chain is going to hit. It might impact holiday shopping. We've got, you know, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but a lot of tankers, a lot of... um, ships off the coast of well east and west coast off the coast of long beach even i've have some uh i have some people i know that are in california la area and they're noticing stores are out of a lot of stuff store some of the some of the shelves are bare so if you need to stock up on any sort of essentials right anything you might need for a few weeks in case certain blackouts or Things did hit. Might be a good idea to to stock up. Never a bad idea to get some some. I don't know. I have some uh, protein powders. I got like handful of protein powders that I could live off of for a few weeks if I really needed to. Or you can get some MREs or something like that. Find some water containers to keep on hand. Just food and water. Not a bad idea. And if you like, if you need anything that the price is going to go up with, get at it. So last two articles I have for you guys here. One have to do with crypto. JP Morgan, CEO, Jamie Dimon. This this also comic book looking character. Definitely a bad guy in some DC comic book. Um, saying Bitcoin is worthless. Bitcoin is worthless amid crypto bull run. So he comes out today and says this. Meanwhile, JP Morgan, I think they have a crypto trading desk. And they're also looking at making their own digital coin to process payments quicker. So JP Morgan and Chase, trade crypto. Here's a digital coin we're making. Also JP Morgan and Chase, Bitcoin is worthless. Don't buy it. Oh, they're such idiots. They're such freaking idiots. Yes, he wants the price to fall so he can buy it all. But the market in crypto has matured quite a bit by now. This FUD, this fear, uncertainty, and doubt here can't kill it. These idiots. And he's just putting this out during the, you know, we're, we're about to hit the peak of the bull cycle. And these fools are just freaking fools. A lot of people say Bitcoin is worthless. Why? What? The, what's value? What is value? Value is an in, is a subjective function anyway, and doesn't look worthless to me. I mean, shit. <laughs> what are y'all you using your fiat currency anyway? Your 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 Federal Reserve notes. Tell me that's not worthless. It's a piece of paper, man. <laughs> and last article here. Uh, this is something actually to. Uh, be aware of. I think we're going to get a lot of stories about this in the coming week. And it's something that we might even get um, some sort of false flag about soon. Now, I do want to say here, I am not a blue beamer. I think a lot of the Project Blue Beam fake alien invasion stuff out there is hype. It's fear porn. It's garbage clickbait. Project Blue Beam, for all you guys that didn't know, was actually never proven to be real. It was never proven to exist. 
It's not, it's not even the name of an actual government project. It was just hypothesized by a Canadian author in the 1990s, and then it just keeps spreading. And then with the internet, of course, all this clickbait shit just spreads like freaking wildfire. So I'm, I think, I think that's a psyop about a psyop. I think the fake alien invasion stuff is a psyop about a psyop. I think it's just fear porn. But here we have uh, the National Press Club next week. This is an official press release, news wire, PR news release thing. Uh, former U.S. Air Force officers are going to prevent present evidence of UFOs tampering with nuclear weapons, which they have. This is a very real phenomenon that dates back decades. Uh, although four former U.S. Air Force captains are going to come out with their testimonies about this next week on the 18th. This is October 19th, excuse me, Tuesday the 19th. So in a week and a day in the morning. Um, few things about this. Number one, their experiences are probably real. I don't discount that at all because this is a very real phenomenon. UFOs tampering with nuclear weapons, nuclear silos. One event happened in the 1960s in Montana, right outside Great Falls, Montana. Uh, that might even be the event that Robert Salas is going to be talking about. So anyway, very real phenomenon. And these guys probably have legit stories, but what you got to watch out for is how the media is going to take this, run with it, what agenda they're going to have. Obviously, it's going to be an agenda of distraction. <laughs> the gay gay aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Mainstream media next week. The aliens are bisexual, and they're here for social justice. <laughs> um, funny. So, yes, the media, you got to be careful of what agenda they're going to run with it. It's going to be one of distraction. Also, it's going to be one of gatekeeping. They're going to want to put out just tiny tidbits of truth. They do that through ancient aliens. They do that through travel channel shows. They do that through YouTube channels and um, mainstream media documentaries and pieces, right? 60 minutes. They'll put out tiny bits of info to hide the rest. They won't tell you that, that uh, black projects and... The U.S. government has been researching anti-gravity since the 50s and have probably figured it out by now. They're not going to tell you that billions, if not trillions of dollars, have been funneled into black projects. They're not going to tell you a lot, a lot of different stuff that I'm pretty sure they already know. They're just going to run with their, their watered-down narratives. So I think this might be the next kind of fear-porny false flag that they're going to try to pull I saw this soundbite from John Brennan. John Brennan crawled out of his little hole today and went onto a MSNBC article, and he was talking about uh, coming together over a scary event or, or uniting over a, a hostile threat or something like that. It sounded like it sounded like the next thing they're gonna want to try and pull is you know some sort of aliens are a threat thing. So, you know, got to be vigilant, but again, not paranoid because the whole, you know, blue beam faking the invasion stuff gets so over, overextended. And quite honestly, I don't think, I don't, call me crazy, I don't think the deep state has that power. I do not think they have that power uh, nor ability really to go that far. I know a lot of people would disagree with me. I've got a lot of reasonings behind my opinions. 
I don't always have the time to like share all the freaking reasonings and explanations of why I have the opinions I have. But yeah, I, I don't think the deep state has the power to do it. Uh, and it would be a it would be a line that gets crossed that can't exactly do nor have the power to do or deal with the fallout from. So anyway, be vigilant over the next week or two. I think the whole UFO thing, alien thing, Tom DeLong narrative BS. It's going to get a lot more prominent. So that's it. That's all for this one, guys. I appreciate all of you for being here. We're going to get to some chat. I'll do some Q&A for like 10 minutes, not long. This was kind of a longer show. Uh, tomorrow, I'll be I'll be uploading like three videos tomorrow. I think I'm going to have the weekly talk with Patel Patriot come out. I'm also going to put out a video on that Vice chlorine dioxide hit piece and probably put out a video uh, explaining my thoughts on the whole Linwood situation too. So uh, those will be coming tomorrow. I'll be back on Wednesday for another show, 4 p.m. I'll make it 4 p.m. as well. I know I've been late the past couple of times, like half hour late, but I'll be there 4 p.m. sharp on Wednesday. And I appreciate all you guys' support. Not only your financial support, but also sharing this content as well sharing my channels with your friends, like my my video channels, live streams, or my Conspiracy Analytica channel. If you got some friends sucked into Simon Parks or Scott McKay's bullshit, send them, send them the Analytica channel. That'll, that'll hopefully help them. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's all for now. See you guys in Vegas. Hope some of you are going to be uh, hanging out in Vegas with me. And then Again, I'll just plug my channels real quick. You can find these videos on Gab TV, Odyssey, BitChute, and Rumble. My social media channels are Telegram, Gab, and Getter, and Instagram. I have an Instagram account too, so you can go find me there. And then live stream on DLive, Twitch, and Foxhole. That's pretty much it. I don't know. Too many freaking accounts to deal with these days. I also put podcasts of these up too. So if you're more into audio than video. Uh, if you like listening more than watching, you know, you just listen to stuff in the car, doing doing yard work, you can uh, download the pod- podcast version of these. Okay, that's it, guys. Enough here. We've been going for an hour. Much appreciated for you watching, tuning in. I will see you guys in the next live stream on Wednesday. Jordan out.